Good morning and welcome to the Print AM, our daily morning podcast for the big news story. This is Sharon Puana, the associate editor of the Print, and today we discuss the significance of a statement made by Janata Dal secular leader H D Kumaraswamy that has sparked off a Brahmin versus Brahmin debate in Polbound Karnataka. Kumaraswamy, a two-time chief minister of Karnataka, set the cat among the pigeons with his comments distinguishing the divisive Brahmins of North Karnataka from the peaceful ones from South Karnataka while reacting to a statement made by Bharatiya Janata Party leader and union minister Pralhad Joshi. Kumaraswamy said that Joshi was being considered for the post of chief minister if the BJP comes to power with a full majority. Kumaraswamy said that Brahmins like Joshi have their roots in Maharashtra. They were divisive and also responsible for the destruction of Shringeri Matha in southern Karnataka nearly four centuries ago. Though former Prime Minister H D Devagowda led JDS and his two sons are devout and often consult with Brahmin astrologers, the statements by Kumaraswamy has put the BJP and Congress in a fix. Political observers told the print that Kumaraswamy had put a clever twist on the entire Hindutva narrative being peddled by the BJP. The Gowda family, who hail from the Vakkaliga community, are staunch followers of the Shringeri Matha, which was restored by Tipu Sultan, the 17th century ruler, who the BJP often cites to target the Congress and its appeasement politics. But the statements made by Kumaraswamy actually reiterates history when Peshwa Brahmins attacked other Brahmins in southern Karnataka, and that a Muslim ruler helped restore the place. Kumaraswamy has, however, not mentioned Tipu Sultan, but only implied his contributions without giving the BJP any wriggle room to turn it into a controversy. Experts say that though this is a clever twist and a very strategic statement by Kumaraswamy, it is unlikely to help the party electorally. The BJP has been pushing the Hindutva narrative in the state ahead of the elections, with the state's population being asked if they want to choose between the patriot Vinayak Damodar Savarkar or Tipu Sultan. But these are criticisms it normally uses to target the Congress and, in particular, Siddharamaiah. The attacks on the JDS is largely on their family politics. Brahmins are not a cohesive group, as there are several sects and subsects within them. Experts say, but political analysts believe that Brahmins in the old Mysore districts are likely to support the JDS in assembly elections, even though they seem to side with the BJP. However, they seem to side with the BJP during Lok Sabha elections. Analysts also say that Lingayats, one of the most dominant communities in Karnataka, will not mind the attacks on Brahmins, as its tallest leader, B. S. Yadurappa, is also seen to be sidelined by the BJP. Even Siddharamaiah, who earlier used to identify as an atheist and later as an agnostic, has not commented on Kumar Swami's statements. Hardcore BJP and pro-Hindu groups too have not been really able to hit back. Kumaraswamy added that BJP unlike how it attacks Sidramaiah cannot call Kumaraswamy a leftist or a liberal as they know how devout the entire family is. Brahmins make up for just around 2 to 3% of Karnataka's total population and are not a deciding factor in most of the assembly constituencies with the exception of perhaps Baswangodi in Bengaluru. This seat is represented by Ravi Subramanya of the BJP and the Lok Sabha MP in Bengaluru South is his nephew Tejasvi Surya both are brahmins though brahmins earlier supported the congress they then moved to the janata parivar over the years and now identify with the bjp but it remains to be seen if the bjp can find a response to jds other than attacks on the gowda family alone that is all i have for today thank you for listening please tune in to the print every morning at 8 for the best news analysis 